0: good morning sir
1: hey kevin Corey, mike good to be on with you guys
0: always good to talk with you jerry got a big game coming up against the giants here and i just saw that the giants announced fan appreciation day for sunday and season ticket holders will get a free medium soda will you be trying to finagle a free medium soda out of the giants on sunday
1: (laughs) gotta be one up there for me someplace (laughs) i'll put my best face on try to to get somebody to throw me one. But oh. uh, seriously, I'll tell you, uh, I'm uh, really concerned. Uh, uh, it's quite a, uh, a story New York has got over their injuries, and uh, uh, that's when you realize that uh, the depth of these NFL teams. And seriously, uh, we've got a big uh, – this going to be a fight for us.
2: Now, you mentioned the injuries for the Giants, and that is very fair. The other thing that they have obviously run into, like a lot of teams in the NFL, is they've had some issues with COVID. Obviously, y'all have had issues with COVID. I am really curious and hopeful that you can tell us anything about the past like 48 hours or so and any of the discussions that the NFL has had about altering or changing COVID policies.
1: Yeah, I like where we are right now and I think that uh, uh we we will get to a point probably uh, this week that we'll only test if symptomatic that's if you've been vaccinated and that's a good thing. Uh test when you're symptomatic and that's it. Uh, uh I think we've about gotten to a point where the players union and the league are on the same page to get that done. Now uh, there will be stepped-up uh, protection because of this, quote, outbreak we're in, having right now. And so you'll have a mask, you'll have more separation than we've had the early part of the year. Uh, you will have uh, uh, certainly less uh, group uh, congregation, and you'll have more restriction, or you'll ask your players to exercise more discretion away from the practice or away from the team.
0: Jerry, is it, is it fair to say, then, that both the players and the, the, the teams want to not sacrifice any playoffs? Like, as you get closer to the playoffs, that that's something that you're kind of focusing on, is trying to ensure that those things go off without a hitch?
1: Absolutely, and we want to get all the games in, play all the games, which uh, which we did last year. And uh, this really approximates, in my mind, going back to the protection, the in-the-weeds work as i call it uh, about how you are uh, relative to the protection of each other that's what the additional emphasis on mask are about that's what the additional separation is about uh, i think uh, that's uh, what you're seeing uh, the other thing though you got is you've got a completely vaccinated league for all practical purposes relative to the uh, uh, players and coaches and so uh, we're um, uh, well, well served there. You know, we've only had one NFL player, period, in two years, be hospitalized—only one—and so uh, we've been relatively. Uh, I would say, relatively speaking, to the general population, uh, we've uh, we've been relatively uh, the severeness of uh, a COVID uh, contact or of having COVID. Uh, has not been reflected as the basic population is to the NFL.
3: Well, Jerry, I know Washington and Cleveland are going through a a lot of cases right now with their team. I'd just like to kind of question then also just say great job is how the heck did you guys uh, do such a good job? I know like when Amari Cooper got coronavirus and some of your coaches got it, it didn't spread the way that it has spread with a few other teams this week. So, Credit to you guys, and then maybe how were you guys able to do that and and keep it away from as many people as it seems like is affecting a few other teams this week?
1: You know, uh, you're hesitant to uh, uh, brag about uh, uh, your experiences when you know that right around the corner you may have a, a, a real outbreak. The facts are that you know that I don't know about the answers to the COVID, and I'm not so sure anybody does. Uh, But the bottom line is that uh, uh, if you'll wear your face mask, if you'll keep your distance, uh, if when you know that you've got uh, someone with the COVID, if you will isolate properly, uh, those are the things that have worked for the NFL. Uh, What, uh, again, I would point out is that uh, the Cowboys have uh, not only as a team, but also with our fans, we've had one of the best track records you can talk about because of the fact that we had almost 30,000 people a game last year and didn't have any, uh, central, uh, outbreaks in any way. And it was tremendously successful. And it represented almost 20% of the total fans that attended NFL games, attended cowboy games. And so, uh, That speaks a lot to uh, just the. uh, uh, I I think uh, you look at how could that happen. You look at that stadium, the airflow, and you see that that was very effective.
2: Now, I have already boldly declared that you guys are the NFC East (laughs) champions. I know (laughs) that there is work to be done, but I don't have to do that work. And so, y'all could clinch this weekend. I already say you have clinched, but in all seriousness how much does a division title mean, even though I know y'all have bigger aspirations?
1: Oh, I, I, uh, I can't, uh, I just, uh, have the, uh, have that in my mind as, uh, uh, your first, uh, and achievement, your first goal. Uh, we know this thing comes in steps. You've, uh, uh, you've got to be playing well when you get to the end. You usually are when you win the division absent some, uh, setbacks and in availability injury. And so, uh, it's a first step of success and don't think, I don't look at those division champs or lack of them division titles, uh, as a gauge of how we're doing. So, uh, uh division title means, uh, so much.
0: Jerry, the uh, I was watching Connor McGovern play, and and kind of got a, a feeling. I started telling the guys around here that I think that Connor Williams will be back at guard by the playoffs. And just kind of uh, listening to what McCarthy was discussing, I know Stephen told us that they wanted to give Connor McGovern every opportunity, and not flip flop, you know, each game there. But they want to make sure they have the right five guys up front. What are you, your feeling on Connor McGovern sticking at guard or going back to Connor Williams there?
1: Well, you know, we're uh, uh, always emphasized, in, especially in the offensive line, uh, the continuity, uh, the uh, uh, fact that the offensive line is a team within the team. And, boy, does it have nuances of uh, playing together and, and uh, adjustments that only repetition together can make. So uh, coming and going in the offensive line is not a a good thing. On the other hand, we've got competition, true competition on our offensive line. Connor McGovern, Connor Williams, uh, we, we, we have competition. And uh, to the end, that, that is an important thing to give you a better unit is important. And so I think somewhere in between there is what you're going to get. Uh, Connor McGovern has had some uh, things he's done very well. Uh, Like every player, he's had some things he'd like to take back. Uh, Connor Williams uh, has had some outstanding plays since he's been a Dallas Cowboy. He's had some he'd like to take back. Uh, As much as anything uh, would be where he puts his hands in those penalties. Uh, he's got, uh, uh, from his physical standpoint, his ability to play football, uh, he's been one of our top players, Connor Williams, uh, but, uh, uh hopefully, uh, we can uh, live and he can, uh, reduce, uh, his numbers of penalties would be the thing pointing to him, but his ability to play football in the NFL is unquestioned.
3: Jerry, there was an article out this week. It was really fun to read as a Cowboys fan on maybe why the Cowboys offense is struggling. And pretty much uh, the person who has more knowledge of football than I do is just talking about the defenses really aren't stacking the box and they're able to stop the run and they're playing quite a bit of zone against your offense. And it doesn't say it's stopping the Cowboys, but that's what's giving the Cowboys most problems. How would you say – we can get out of this by, is it running the ball better or making better passes?
1: Listen, when, when uh, teams can stop the run, but when they do, they have to give up uh, and create opportunities in the passing game. Now, when you can't throw and catch, uh, for whatever the reasons are, there are many reasons not to throw and catch. Routes, uh, protections, uh, bus uh, there's all kinds of, uh, of reasons uh, when you add all of those reasons up when you in uh, any time you're discussing a point and you have to put two ambiguous or variables in there then you really don't have a solid answer it's hard to figure what the answer is. And this is the classic case. It's a combination of things. It's a combination of protection. It's a combination of route running. It's a combination of decision-making and accuracy relative to the quarterback. Uh, the protection affects that accuracy. The route running affects that uh, every aspect of it. So uh, you literally can talk to 10 people to analyze our offense, and you'll come up with differing ideas about how not only to correct or do better, but as to what is wrong.
2: Now, on the other side of the ball, the entire Metroplex, and quite frankly, maybe the country, has caught Micah Parsons fever. Have you guys started cranking out those Micah Parsons jerseys for the pro shop? And then (laughs) also, do you think Micah could become the second rookie ever, along with Lawrence Taylor, to win Defensive Player of the Year?
1: I think uh, that uh, uh, I'm just reminded in a discussion like this just how unique uh, that uh, the situation is. Uh, I, too, have gotten burned every time I make comparisons. So you're going (laughs) to get critics when you make a comparison. Right. But uh, uh, Micah is Micah, Uh, and that really says a lot right there. I don't know when I've seen a player – this early in the game on defense, uh, all of a sudden uh, the everybody understands uh, Micah, just like uh, uh, they did uh, Lawrence Taylor. So my whole point is that uh, uh, we don't need to compare. We can look at what he's doing. It's, uh, it's really impressive. Uh, you notice that it really becomes impressive when you team it up with two or three others out there that can also apply that kind of pressure, thereby making it impossible to, get, to block them all. And uh, that's a great thing for the team, T-E-A-M. So uh, uh, he's, uh, so far, I don't believe you could draw it up better for him. I will say this. If you could look back at how hard he's worked at this, how many repetitions, uh, how much, how physical that he's uh, uh, had his early days and months here in the NFL, then you'd say, boy, no wonder, because he sure puts it out every minute, whether it's uh, uh, on the, in the game or on the practice field.
0: Well, Jerry, we do uh, – Nation does a weekly uh, conversation with Amari Cooper every Thursday, and yesterday in the conversation our buddy Jeff Kavanaugh asked who would win in a foot race with Amari and Micah. And Amari was like, hey, look, he doesn't want any of this. I'm gonna, I'd beat him, and it's not even going to be close. Micah said, in four months, we're going to do this race. I'm calling out everybody. I want CD. I want Amari. Do you want to be there in four months to watch this race and who are you putting your money on?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we forbid uh, racing early on uh, maybe 10 years ago because these guys will, uh, in that kind of competition, Uh, They can pull stuff, seriously, and it has happened. And so, uh, 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 again, uh, you uh, go back to one of the things that we learned on preparing a team early and taking the team to training camp. Those early runs, those conditioning runs or those sprints, uh, it has been suggested we don't do those because in a competitive Mm -hmm. situation, you can picture this – where really you're just trying to prove a point, Uh, you can inordinately uh, uh, stretch something and pull something. And so I'm not for a race. I'll give them them each a prize and (laughs) make a goal. Saying each of them's the best.
3: Jerry, I want to ask you about Mark Cuban. Uh, He won the championship in 2011. You have three championships of your own in the 90s, and he's starting to take a lot of heat for kind of being the uh, general manager and maybe not making the best decisions a decade later, really not close to winning a championship. What would be your advice to a guy like Mark Cuban, kind of for the first time in his career, taking a lot of heat for not making right decisions and getting the Dallas Mavericks back on track?
1: I had this owner called me one time when we weren't uh, doing well and he said, Jerry, I want to give you some advice. And I thought, well, you know, I've been around as long as you have, but I didn't say that. I said, yes, let me have your advice. He said, drink a lot.
2: That's amazing. It helps. But now the last thing I I was curious about, and I don't know what your schedule is like in terms of getting out to New York and everything, but in just a few minutes, LBJ high school against Stephenville is about to get going at AT AT&T stadium. Part of the multi-day Texas high school state championship extravaganza at AT AT&T stadium. Did you get the chance or will you have the chance to catch any of these games This weekend, and then how much do you enjoy having all of those games at y'all's stadium yearly?
1: Well, first of all, this is a tough weekend because uh, uh, I will be traveling to New York, but more importantly, uh, I can't express enough my love for high school football and uh, the young men that play it, the young men that coach it, and uh, uh, the entire aura of it and appearance. And so uh, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've lived and died right there with them, uh, watching uh, my family participate, watching extended members of my family participate. And it does get into that uh, because you're there. you're just hanging on every play. Uh, And 90% of the time, it's because you're wanting them to make plays that you couldn't make when you were playing. (laughs) And so uh, that's the old uh, adage of the parents uh, uh, putting the uh, uh, demand on it. I had uh, one of my grandsons, and he's uh, slight uh, in build. And I mean he got uncorked, helmet turned completely around on his head, shoulder pads turned around. Knocked his shoes off, just picture the lick. And so his dad goes up and grabs him and says, You okay? And and uh, boy, keep your head up out there. And uh said, What do you think? He looked up, and he said, I'll just be glad when I get big. I'm going to pay him <laughs> out, pay him, pay him back. And so uh, to me, that's the spirit. I've uh, never forget my son, Jerry Jr., when he played and I was coaching him and he'd get knocked loose, and I'd run up and pick him up. Tears would be running down his eyes, and, boy, I'd say, okay, hop back up here and let's get rolling. Well, uh, those memories, I got to play in college. Uh, I got to have a great experience. It probably was one of the basis of having me uh, with the Cowboys. I've gotten to be involved my lifetime here with the Cowboys. The greatest experience I ever had, the most rewarding, was uh, coaching and being around my kids playing ball. And so that's what I think of high school football.
2: That's awesome stuff right there. I know you said sometimes predictions and comparisons don't work out for you, but this team has 16 different players that have scored a touchdown this season, which has tied the franchise record for the most ever. Wow. Do you have a prediction for which player on the Cowboys will be the 17th one to break that team record and get into the end zone for the first time this season?
1: Well, I'd like to see uh, – shoot, I'd like to see uh, Collins uh, uh, pick up one and take it back, Lyle Collins.
2: Okay. Prediction (laughs) noted. Put him at fullback.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Prediction noted. One of the things that we're missing, of course, is uh, uh, with uh, uh, – not Williams, but with McGovern. Uh, McGovern has been back in that backfield doing Yeoman's work uh, relative to the big package blocking scheme that we've got. And uh, should he not be in at guard, I hope he's in that package with that blocking scheme coming out of the backfield. He's very unique to be able to come out of that backfield and block like that. That's, That's tight end issues right there with any of the good ones I've seen on blocking.
2: Thank you so much, sir. Obviously appreciate that love for the offensive lineman. Always love talking with you. Best of luck this weekend against the Giants.
1: See you guys. Bye, Jerry. Thank you.